0: This week's film review is for the film Remember the Goal, written and produced by Dave Cristiano. The plot is as follows. A female coach takes over the cross-country team at an all-girls Christian school and attempts to lead them to their first state title. As the runners train, the top five girls all deal with particular issues relevant to teen life. As these stories unfold... So does the wisdom of the coach, as she guides the girls along the pathway of life. A follow-up film, The Perfect Race, was released in 2019. And The Perfect Race is actually our next review. So does the plot glorify God? Yes, it does, as it is based at a Christian school. Does the film content glorify God through his word? Meaning, does the film use Bible verses and motivate people to uphold God's law. The film shows Matthew 9.24 during the opening credit. Matthew 9.24 says, He said unto them, Give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. In addition to this verse, the coach references Bible verses throughout the film. And uh, what about the Ten Commandments? How does the film connect to those? Well, the first commandment, which promotes God as the only God, the film referenced this in lots of different ways. For when the coach referenced God throughout the film and used 1 Corinthians 10.31 as their team motto. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. In addition to this, one of the girls prayed to God to draw a girl she knew away from sin. When it comes to the command about being free from idols, the coach used 1 Corinthians 10.31 not only for the team motto, but also as a life lesson, basically saying it's not about our ego, it's not about us or anything else, but it's for the glory of God. Everything that we do is for the glory of God. In terms of the promotion of the Sabbath, the fourth commandment, there was no talk of the day of worship. There was a cross-country competition on the Sabbath. They refer to it as the Saturday. I know of Sabbath keepers, and I'm including myself, who would not have run the race if we had been a runner, because it was on the Sabbath, which is supposed to be a day of rest. In terms of honoring parents, Coach Donnelly spoke to a girl in private about starting to date behind her parents' back. She compared it to dishonesty and encouraged the 15-year-old girl not to do it and to have everything um, completely open and honest when it came to her parents. In terms of the commandment that commands us not to lie, the talk that Coach Donnelly had with the girl who was dating a boy be- behind her parents' back the context was basically dishonesty. Coach Donnelly raised concern and challenged the young girl to think about how comfortable she was with her parents knowing what she was doing with the young man in private in terms of the command speaking against jealousy. Coach Donnelly talked to one of, another one of the girls about feeling jealous and comparing herself to her best friend and teammate. Coach Donnelly explained that all her students were special because they were created by god and she went on to tell this young student that she couldn't be replaced or bought because she was priceless she was unique and that is how god made her what christian standards does the film convey when it comes to scripture alone coach donnelly uses matthew 9:24 that is about the girl that jesus brought to life again she uses this to um explain some things about their training. She also used 1 Corinthians ten thirty one, as I mentioned before, teaching the girls to take the focus off themselves and put it on the Lord where it belongs. And when a runner was doubting her coaching advice, Coach Donnelly gave scripture as an example, concerning when God, in his word, asks us to trust him, even when we don't understand. Coach Donnelly also referenced 1 Peter 5 6, which says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. She used this as an example of her current train in not making sense. She said it was a lot like Christianity. It didn't make sense to a lot of people because it went against the grain. It, it was counter-cultural. And um, she explained we have to humble ourselves in order to be exalted. In preparation for the race, the students had to humble themselves by going slower in practice sessions in order to get faster and win the ultimate race. Continuing on scripture alone, the team t-shirt had 1031 as its logo. Coach Donnelly gave a deeper talk about Matthew 9.24 and um, she asked the girls why they thought Jesus was left to scorn. And she explained that, you know, Jesus went against the culture never going in the same direction as the world. And she told her students that as Christians, they will be mocked and hated without cause. Her method of training them was not understood and was even mocked, but her focus was not on the world. So it didn't matter. One of the team members referenced scripture to a boy who was trying to lead her to sin. And those are the examples that I have for scripture. In terms of salvation through Christ alone, Coach Donnelly gave advice to one of the runners not to fear rejection when talking to a girl that used to be her friend about her getting into bad company. The coach gave an example of how Jesus was re- was rejected for the sake of the gospel. Christians should also be prepared to be rejected when trying to share the gospel, but it does not mean we should not try. Coach Donnelly mentioned also that the gospel had been shared with her while she was in school, she meant she mentioned this to one of her her um, team members when it comes to biblical marriage, there was a conversation between team members about a boy who was interested in one of the team members. The girls compared how their parents felt about them dating at fifteen years old, and most of them were not allowed to date so early. This is a Christian school, so this is in sync with preparing young girls for a biblical marriage when it comes to the recognition of the value of life and blessing in children. Coach Donnelly was willing to gently tell parents to encourage their children or address issues relating to their children so that the runners could have better relationships with their parents. And I really like the way that she did this. Um She didn't necessarily complain to the parents about what they were doing. She often put it as a metaphor or she told a story and that got the message across without it being without it causing the parents to be defensive. When it comes to the recognition of the body as the temple of God, an ex-friend of one of the team members had started to take drugs. The team member attempted to speak to her about it in the context that it was wrong and she should stop. But her friend initially rejected her. But then later, this friend repented, giving the Lord the glory. So on to our other questions. Does the film give glory and honor and thanks to God? Coach Donnelly gives honour and thanks and glory to God throughout the film. She uses scripture as a team motto and I think that's very powerful because it, it's, it's transferred to the private lives of the girls and puts it actually in the centre of their lives. And the coach consistently gives examples from scripture to address life lessons to the team. Did the film encourage my faith? Yes, it does. The first time I saw the film, I memorized 1 Corinthians 10.31. And it was easy because I just thought 10.31. So then I knew if I got the 10.31 correctly, then I could also think, okay, it's the 1 Corinthians that it's in. I knew the actual verse, but not the scriptural reference, which is very um, usual for me. I will often remember what the verse says, but not necessarily where you find it in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 10.31 is a powerful verse because in the world... We get the honor. It's all about us. And that is the pride of life. The, the Bible refers to that as the pride of life. And it's one of the sins that Jesus was tempted with. And it's also one of the sins that Adam and Eve fell for in the Garden of Eden. What actions did I do as a result of seeing the film? As I mentioned, I memorized the scripture reference, 1 Corinthians 10.31. Would I change anything about the film? There's one thing that uh, I noticed. Coach Donnelly crossed her fingers when she was talking to a parent about qualifying for the state championships. I just remember thinking, old habits die hard. A lot of Christians do or say this expression. It uh, ranges everything from good luck to, oh, cross my fingers and toes or knock on wood. And these are expressions that have been in some of us for since we were children. And so just old habits die hard. So I I would have changed that to God willing or God's will be done, something to that effect. Otherwise, there's nothing about the film that I noticed that I would change apart from that one thing. So in summary, remember the goal is a wonderful film about trusting the Lord and having everything we do and say be to his glory. And that's by God's grace, as we know, because we are just imperfect human beings that say and do a lot of weird things. So this worldview about connecting everything to God and to Jesus, it is connected in the film to everyday situations like grace, teamwork, diligence, dating, training, teenager issues, addiction, jealousy, divorce, peer pressure. It's just very good at doing that. And so this connection Gives the film a solid practical aspect to it. And it just makes it a solid, very enjoyable, inspirational Christian film. I watched Remember the Goal via www.christianmovies.com. Thank you so much for listening to this review. Until next time, peace be with you.